Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. My first, like, four or five kisses were on TV. They kind of just, like, walked me through, like, what kissing is like. <laughs> it was miserable. There are things that happen every day that you would not fly in another work environment. But yeah. it's, like, also part of, like, the beauty of the industry. You become so close with your cast. You mm. become a family. Did you get slime? Of course That's I got awesome. slime. Does it smell good? Like, what is the slime? <laughs> like? She gets a pregnancy test. It doesn't show pregnant. We freaking high-five each other in the bathroom. <laughs> we go back to the She test. goes back, like, 30 seconds later. Oh. <laughs> And it's like, boom, pregnant. What's up, dudes? And welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. Today, we are joined by Daniela Monet Gardner and Andrew Gardner. Let's just give it up for them for, for making Thank the trip you out. Thank for being here. Give it up for her. Look Thank at you guys. This. Very excited to have you guys on. How are you doing today? Oh, so good. I'm doing great. It's How are so you guys good. doing? Doing well. I'm excited to talk to you guys. I mean, you guys also have two kids. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're a little bit further along in the <laughs> journey of parenthood than yeah. us. So I'm excited to like learn from you and just talk to you. And um, you guys have a really cool story. So I'm just, I'm very excited. Yes. I'm happy to be here. Is it cool if I intro you guys? Tell, yes. tell people a little bit yeah, about you. Okay. So Daniela Monet, um, who's best known for playing Trina Vega on the Nickelodeon TV show Victorious, <laughs> is joined here by her husband, Andrew. Andrew is an ex-CPA, right? Yeah. That's right. Certified public accountant. I actually almost like went through with that. I actually, I was going towards like CFA. a CFA. So that's uh, cool that you got your CPA. That's not yeah. easy to do. Nah, nah, yeah. but don't, don't do it. Oh, don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> See, that's why he's an ex. That's right. That's right. Um, Danielle has been in multiple different movies, TV shows, and she's even. This is I, when I saw this in your credits, I was like, oh, no, no way. What is this it? is so sick. You were in the Fred movie. Oh, which, gosh. Which, like, yes. which always makes Her a come around work. this time of year because there's the Halloween yes. element. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll be honest. I haven't seen the movie, but I watched Fred growing up, uh-huh. and like when I saw it, I was like, "No way!" Yeah. You were in the Fred movie. I we was. gotta watch it. They had a TV show too. Oh, yeah. they have a TV show. They too? had one that oh, okay. I was on, but yeah, that's crazy. Are you gonna that, show your kids the the anything? Fred? Yes, like, <laughs> all, all your all your like know, films and TV weird. shows. I'm like, when do I do that? You know, because they would. I don't know what they would even think. Like, I don't know if it'll register. Like, who is that? Because I don't the same no they would didn't you show them the chicago bit from victoria this was when they were babies they couldn't even really this was a joke geo would be all over that yeah that, our oldest now who's almost four would probably be like what but right? you look like the exact same as Stop. doesn't like, she truly she does not age <laughs> That's so believe kind, this you guys i was just thinking today literally today and i don't have this thought often but i was like wow, you know, I really committed to not, like, doing anything, you know, like, cosmetically and really got to ride that one out. But there are things that I'm noticing that only happen, I think, in your mid-30s. Just saying. (laughs) I'm interested that you say you didn't want to get work done because I feel like living out here, there's probably, like, not that many people that, like, commit to not doing that. Mm -hmm. What was your, like, decision? The process, the thought process. And I have. I've done filler before, and I had a really bad experience with Botox. So I learned from kind of having the experience, and it was sort of like that I was influenced every Everyone was doing it like it can't be that bad and then I came to this conclusion I don't know within like the last couple years where I was like 
this is like I'm such an open book, but I do not like take Tylenol. Like I never even I'm not wow. like a big like nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Like I'm super clean with how I eat and how I like live that I just was like, wait a second, where did I like stop disconnecting that? Like what is this in the needle thing going in my face? Like, no thanks. So I just was like, no, I don't think it aligns with me. Wow. And that's that's like really cool to hear because I feel like you as a you know child actress growing up in the limelight like i feel like you probably feel all this pressure to you know fit the mold and to change yourself and perfect to image. yeah have this like perfect image because when did you start when like yeah when did you start like doing films and like tv as a, as a kid i was probably about probably commercial wise around like five wow, wow. Yeah. what was your first gig oh my gosh i did a goldfish commercial i did a hanes commercial i was on a lot of barbie commercials as a kid did a lot of fast food commercials yeah just kind of all those and then eventually ended up getting into tv when i was probably about like 11 or 12. and and so like starting at such a young age like were you the one that was like really wanting to get into the acting thing because i remember when i was i never was like a child actor i never went down that road we were aspiring we, child we, actors we, but we wanted we were to be us kids. Missouri. <laughs> i love it so what did you what does that look like in missouri then like school plays yeah yeah community yeah. theater okay but, um we actually met at, at like a professional theater in in st louis that was oh. like the that was like the coolest like the biggest thing in our area so that's like how we actually met in like middle school high school but we um, would watch like the nickelodeon shows and be yeah. like mom drive us to l or fly us to la so like I'm, I'm just so curious what that life is like because like little little child matt like wished he could have done that and i feel like little abby wished for he could have sure. too. so i'm like so interested what that whole experience was like for you um it was interesting so i lived probably about an hour away from auditions because i kind of grew up just on like the outside of la so i didn't like auditioning I hated getting pulled out of school early, getting on the freeway, sitting in the car. This was before like Game Boys and things like that could keep you busy. I just remember being in the car, looking at a Thomas guy, trying to figure out where to park for this new audition place. I didn't love that part, but I loved performing. Like get me in the audition room, loved it, loved being on set. My mom will even tell you if they called cut or rap or whatever, I would cry. So she would be like, just don't say, say see you again soon. Don't say like, we rapped like, cause at the end of any like, project they'll do that's a picture wrap on Daniela Monet or whatever and anytime I'd hear that it was like the blood would rush out of my body like no so I really just loved it I don't know what to say I got really lucky that my mom was supportive and that by the time I got my license I was able to you know pursue it on my own and kind of stuck with it for a while wow I mean that's a lot of work for your mom, like as the parent to drive oh, yeah. you around. Cause my, I even, we, yeah, we weren't doing like any, anything big, but like my mom would drive me all the time to auditions and to the plays and the show. So was your mom working or did she like fully like take you to every audition, take you to every rehearsal and, and shoot? Like, how did that all work? She was a hairdresser at the time and my dad built her like a little salon in our house, like turned our garage into like a little salon and she would do clients around auditions. So she had a very flexible schedule. I got really lucky. My mom kind of is the same, same sort of thing. Wanted to be an actress as a kid, didn't have the chance to do it and saw that I had that same sort of itch and just capitalized on it and and luckily it was never like a forced thing like I will stand by that I really just loved it I needed a platform like yeah it was either I was going to perform for my parents and my family until they were like bored of me or you know let's make a little money off this so, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so really, she would yeah have some flexibility that's good to hear because I feel like there's like two 
sides to that yeah, coin. We're sure. like yeah. harsh. Like there's really not like a middle ground. People are like, I hated doing it as a kid. Like it was mm. the worst thing ever. Parents took advantage of the money we made, and then the opposite. Which I'm so glad that's your experience. Yeah, I think I, it, I think it like really boils down to like it either comes from you or it comes from the parent. Right? Yeah. If it comes from the parent, it could be unenjoyable, but it came from you completely. Yeah. And honestly, like nothing's changed. If she could just perform for us all day long, she would. He's like, so bored of me. That, so is, her, that me. is her jam. Yeah, he always, he'll look at me and be like, do you, have, like, <laughs> do you have like little concerts like in the kitchen just like yeah singing no to i am family? quite ridiculous okay. like yeah, yeah. i never am if i'm if i'm not being annoying then i'm probably upset about something <laughs> and your true? main main song you sing it yeah of course yeah no and i haven't really busted that one out in a while um but yeah happy to you know on the drop of i bet your kids are never bored yeah, I think that we've gotten to that phase where they kind of just know that this is who I am. They don't know anybody. They think everyone's mom's like yeah. that. <laughs> They're probably just like, this is how she is, right? That's so fun. Did it Did it feel like work as a kid? Because like the, the shows that I did, there was one stint that I got paid 300 bucks to do 42 shows of The oh, Music wow. Man. 42? Yeah, it was $300. But like to me, as a, I think I was 11, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm making $300. Like, are you actor. kidding me? This is yeah. awesome. But like when you're doing TV and film, like there's like a lot more significantly more money in that you know sure, sure. and so as a child like are you do you feel like you're working are you aware of like oh maybe i should like invest this like how how does that <laughs> all work as a, as a kid because you're making all this money sure there was definitely a time that i vividly remembered things shifting and it was on my first series it was a cbs show and it was my first time being a series regular on a network show and the difference was that i was the only kid on the show i had an older brother on the show but he was like a few years older and kind of just more mature and I was just the I was the only kid on the show and I had a big role on this show like it was a lot about this father-daughter trials and tribulations type dynamic and I remember feeling like because we on sitcoms we would have these run-throughs for the network first we'd have a run-through for producers writers like crew and then the next day we would have a run through for the network so the network is like all the big wigs from like cbs and at the time i think fox was paying for our show it was basically anyone who was helping keep this show on tv basically mm. paying for the show so your job is to hit your jokes get the biggest laughs you can possibly get like hit your marks hit everything because in comedy like timing is so crucial yeah. so like one step forward at the wrong moment kills the joke so it's like yeah. there's a lot of pressure and I remember at that point I was like whoa like I did not realize how much relied on this one network run mm -hmm. because you would come to work the next day you'd get a revised script from each network um from each show I'm jacking this up. Sorry. You're good, Jack. <laughs> yes. That's such a weird term. That's an inside joke. Okay, so basically every time you do a run through, the next day you have a revised script. So they'll see like what jokes land, what ran long, like what they didn't think really like landed. And then by the end of the network, you basically have the final script and you don't want your jokes to go away. Like if you didn't like have the best impression or you didn't get the biggest laugh like your joke will go away or like no. a storyline might change or whatever and I learned that and I was like oh there's a lot of pressure riding on this you know and that was when it kind of shifted for me but then I just think I like honed in and I was like all right well this is I do better under pressure like I don't like to know a lot of details I like to just read something perform and then do it you know and that kind of taught me how to like act quicker like have a quicker response and how old were you at that point I was 14 when I did that show. 
Yeah, I think it was like 13 to 15 years old around that time. And were you still like going to school at that time? No, or? I left school in the middle of eighth grade. Wow. Yeah. And do you, do you look back on that as something like you miss that you didn't get like a high school experience or? Yeah, parts of it I do. Like I think when it came to like things like dating, I realized, mm. oh, okay, I am a little bit behind. He's my first <laughs> boyfriend. So like really? I just was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing in relationship stuff. But I had a lot to learn. And then I think also just the idea of like experiencing things like going to a dance, like walking on a stage and accepting like a diploma. Like I just didn't have any of those experiences. But, you know, I traded it for something else. Was your was your first kiss like on set or offset? Oh, no. My first like four or five kisses were on TV. Yeah. Wow. What what show or what movie was that? My first kiss. (laughs) <laughs> when I think about it, I literally get chills because I was so nervous. I was only like 14 Whoa. and I was not because I kind of was in and out of school and I was also maybe just prude to begin with for some reason. I was really nervous about it. It was on Eight Simple Rules, a ABC show with Kaylee Cuoco and Amy Davison, John Ritter. It was so great. And I luckily had been on the show a few times already. I was a reoccurring character. So I remember I was talking to the girls and I was like, Kaylee was really supportive. Amy Davison was really supportive. And they kind of just like walked me through like what kissing is like. And you guys, (laughs) it was miserable. Like I cannot even watch that scene. Yeah, that was my first kiss. (laughs) Wow. I I was actually watching this like. It was like a uh, Nickelodeon rewind thing, mm. and it was you like reviewing all these like past moments oh, yeah. that you've been on, and it was a Zoe 101 yeah. kiss or something. Oh, that was my second kiss. That was your se- that was your second that one. That was my second kiss. No and way. you would have thought that I like learned from the first, like maybe practice in the mirror. I don't know. There was nothing I could do. There's nothing you can do to learn how to kiss, but to kiss. <laughs> and yeah. I was not. Yeah. You, can, like, you can use your arm. And yeah, stuff. But there's nothing. There's no <laughs> feedback. Right. You want to know something right. really Why? embarrassing? Want to know something really embarrassing? So Abby was my like, like oh. real first kiss, and I practiced. You wait, you practice? Let's go. <laughs> I was like pretending these were lips, yeah, and like I looked up YouTube videos on how to kiss. Did you do that too? I wish I would have, but I was. I don't even know if YouTube was a thing back then, you guys. Okay. MySpace. I don't know. Maybe, but like then you might find something a little you don't know things. You know. Yeah. So oh I kind of just, you know what I did, you guys, and I will never forget it. I remember thinking there's no way that tongues are going to come into each other's yeah. mouth. Like that was yeah. like, I couldn't imagine that for a second. So I think like I kind of told him or it got back to him that I was too scared to like have tongues go into each other's mouths. So what I did was. <laughs> I don't know that he was assuming that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But that's, but that's, it was supposed to be like a real kiss. Oh gosh. So I pressed the lips and. <laughs> I moved the tongue inside my mouth. Like, did you keep your teeth closed? <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I was so terrified. still doing that, by the way. Wow. My gosh. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I just, I thought I, that would sell it. Because, see, that is different because we, not that we did anything crazy, but we were doing theater. So, like, there's a distance there. But, yeah. like, with the camera right there, you're, like, I know. that makes sense that you were thinking about the details because yeah. they can see the details. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Which, like, you know, community theater, Nickelodeon, like, kind of the same thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, pretty much, like, same same level. Yeah. I mean, honestly, um, like, I would have been better off doing it on Nickelodeon. At least I could, like, make it a bigger, like, thing. But ABC was, like, a network, a same thing. You had to do it for a run-through. Yeah. Imagine doing that in front of all these adults that are just wow. looking at you and you're yeah, like... Yeah, that's the weirdest part. Thank you to HelloFresh for sponsoring this portion of the episode. It's fall, and HelloFresh has fall items, or, I'm sorry, fall... <laughs> 
HelloFresh has season options. In season. HelloFresh has in season ingredients. Yes. <laughs> when the weather starts getting colder, I start to want some more cozy spices, some sweet yeah. potatoes, some Brussels sprouts, maybe some pumpkin. I feel like this time of year is when time literally just starts speeding up like a hamster on a wheel. HelloFresh has quick and easy options, including their 15-minute meal options. Wow. That's literally quicker than like having food Take delivered out. to your house. That's actually super convenient. 15 minutes. So I didn't realize great. they had 15 minute meal options. They do. Wow. Hit up HelloFresh this season when things are busy. You can still eat fresh. Produce travels from the farm to your door. For peak ripeness, you can taste. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 Unplanned Podcast and use code 50 Unplanned Podcast for 50% off plus free shipping. That's 50% wow. off plus free shipping using the code 50 Unplanned Podcast at HelloFresh.com slash 50 Unplanned Podcast. Thank now, you, HelloFresh. Back to the episode. Since you're a child actor, and then and then one day you turn 18, isn't there like a thing? I've, yeah. I've heard it's called a coupon account. account. Yeah. Where like, are they just like? <laughs> does someone just? I think I envision like someone in a suit just comes up to you With like, all right, yeah. you're 18. <laughs> it was like Full cash. Monopoly it's, money. It's, it says coupon account on it, and they just hand you your cash. Like, what what That's, what exactly happens? Okay, I'm trying to flash back to 18, and to be honest with you, you guys. So here's a little backstory. I talking about the investing piece. Yeah. So like, I knew I was making some money, and only I think 10 percent goes into a Coogan account. So it's not like all of your money goes into a Coogan account. Okay. There's just like a forced savings effect. Um, and they did that because of the reason that like a lot of parents were taking their kids' money. Mm -hmm. And so when I was making money and I finally came aware of like what was actually happening, because for a long time, my parents would just like deposit into account. And, like I just yeah. didn't know what I was making. I didn't care. I was like, I love doing what I'm doing. Yeah. But then around like 15, maybe even earlier, 14, I was like, no, what am I making? Like, I want to yeah. know what kind of money I'm making. I started saving it myself and I bought a condo when I was 17 wow. before I got the Coogan account and I ended up having to short sale that a condo and then when the money came in for the Coogan account it kind of just helped keep me afloat so it was sad that I like took a lot of what I made for all those years and like dumped it into a property at a time where the market just crashed no. yeah so it was really nice that I did have a Coogan account because it was almost like it all just like went away and then I got a little replenishment. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which year was that? If you don't 2007. Mind it was like when all oh. of the loans. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. They were just like selling crazy loans. And... I was just watching the movie The Big Short. About oh, it's a great yeah. movie. Really, really good. Because I heard yeah. just heard that Michael Burry um, placed like this crazy bet. Huge on the, short on the, the S&P, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, so yeah. like I was watching the movie again. Like I'm so curious of like what this yeah. guy's doing right now. It's like because... $1.6 billion bet. No, like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't understand finances. That whole movie honestly went over my head. So <laughs> Abby hated it. I Abby does not. Out. Abby doesn't like the movie. But speaking, of, Andrew, like now that now that we're chatting, what what were you doing at this time? Were you did also you watch doing, Victorious? Were, were you were you uh, also acting? Like no, no, not at all. I, yeah, I was like the typical kid. I grew up playing sports. My parents were like really on me for academics. Always had good grades. Um, I wanted to play football. I wanted to play college football. Okay. I wanted to play Division One football. That was like my goal growing up, and I didn't get there. So I ended up playing locally, like at a junior college in California, and then I transferred and I tried to walk on at uh, Fresno State, which is where I went to school, because um, my my best friend was playing there at the time, who ended up going to the NFL and blah blah blah. Oh wow! Some personal things happened. I ended up not playing, so I just stayed there for school. So like I was just doing like the normal person stuff. Right, yeah. school, partying, uh, work. I was working like five, six days a week through college, whatever. I used to go to this place called Lake Havasu all the time with a buddy who I met at Fresno State who was from here in LA. Okay. We would go there all the time and ended up going one weekend and we met 
we met up with some girls that were from LA that they knew. And uh, one of them in particular, who now my buddy is married to. Okay. She introduced me to her, but it was like so random. She just said like, I don't know where she was like, I know somebody for you. And I don't even think that they were like that close. I mean, I left in eighth grade. So like, I didn't wow. do any of this partying stuff. She hit wow. me up out of like the blue. Out of the blue. And then long story short, she connected us on Facebook because that's how old we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hey, we had Facebook. Hey, yeah. I, <laughs> right. I was on there too. But we're like, we're like, like old Facebook grade. users. Are you guys <laughs> still using Facebook? No, no I don't no. even have it on my phone anymore. Really? It got to that point. We talked on Facebook for like three months. Really? Before we even exchanged numbers, right? Yeah. Or maybe not that long. Something like that. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And did you know that she was this actress? Like, yeah, I knew. Once she connected okay. us, I could connect the dots, you okay. know? And I was like, well, that's that's super cool. You're like watching TV and you're like, oh, that's the chick I'm talking to on Facebook. Oh, yeah. There was yeah, that yeah. moment. <laughs> so I didn't see the show actually until we had been talking for like three months and I, I left to go finish school abroad in Australia. Okay. Whoa, that's really cool. Australia, why yeah. Why Australia? I just, I, like I had never traveled and it was a program that Fresno State offered and I was like, yeah, I want to do that. Really cool. It's so sick. Did yeah. you see some kangaroos while you were out there? I did. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And some koalas and oh. all the things. <laughs> but I was there and, and in my hotel room one night and one of like the 13 channels that we had was Nickelodeon. <laughs> And I caught the episode where she sung Chicago. Of all episodes. (laughs) Of all episodes. And I was like, okay. Okay. That's what got that's what got it. That was, was that the love at first sight moment? You were like, that's the one. No, I was I was already there. You were were already already there. She could she could have done no wrong. Yeah, except for we hadn't really met in person. Oh yeah. We had tried and she stood me up. I was nervous. And then while I was there, like I was on a full on bender. I was in college drinking party and i drank for 40 days straight there or whatever right wow so but in between Opposites that what? <laughs> we, yeah we were still ta- i don't do that anymore but we were still talking and i was super excited because what had happened was i had decided to move to la so i came down i dropped my stuff at my buddy's house and i flew to australia and then when i flew back and i was moving i was living in la as soon as i flew back and so i was already expecting to meet her and we hadn't really met up yet but we set up a, oh, a Skype video day. chat yeah, Skype. through Skype. I've That's how old we Skype. are. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't even through know how to get on. I used Skype. I used to game with my buddies on Minecraft in yeah. seventh grade on Skype. Yeah. We'd like all chat through yeah. Skype. So I feel yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I love so Skype. I think I had there. to pay for it and everything. I had to put credits in it. <laughs> and let me tell you, this guy's conservative. He I'm spent so, any money. I'm so frugal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's He's the CPA. Yeah, the CPA. Yeah, exactly. So we set up this Skype day and it's like 10 o'clock a.m. my time in Sydney and I don't know what time it was for her and mind you like I'm going between all these days drinking I'm like full-on party mode at this time so I have to like be mindful about getting to bed making sure that I'm awake and like I've I've like set some time and I'm away from people because I think at the time I was sharing a a hotel room with like six people so it was just like I had to work all these things out anyways I do it and she doesn't show I ghosted no again for a second time this is your first time you wait you ghosted on because we were gonna meet yes. in person once before. Oh, okay. And she stood me up, and then yeah. we were gonna we were gonna. Did you video think you were getting catfished at this point? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no, I just thought like at that point I was like, all right, she's she's not that into it. That's oh. okay. It stung, but I was like, That's okay. That's okay. I'll keep trying. Uh, then you fast forward, and I came back. I was how long was I here for before we met? Maybe like a week or two. Maybe a week or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had plans to meet up again, and. She had her brother living with her at this time. And like her brother's been through a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. um, she kind of played mom for a little bit. And we, we had plans to meet up. 
And the night before, her brother decided to go out and do some stupid stuff. And so she had to kick him out of her apartment. And so it was a whole thing. And she wasn't in the mind space to come and meet me. And I said, I was just like throwing my Hail Mary. I said, just come out for a little bit. I'll make you laugh. And then you can go home. But it'd be oh. great to meet To you. Australia? No, this was he was back from <laughs> <I> Australia. Was, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. I missed the point. Also, he came back from Australia with big... $16 to his name. So there was no way oh, I was I had, flying I out zero, to Australia. Yeah, zero money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Zero. Okay, so you're back. But so he then, came back and then, yeah, we yeah, met in sorry. person. And the rest is really history. Like, Sweet. Wow. Yeah. He's your yeah. first boyfriend. First boyfriend. Wow. First yeah. girlfriend? Yeah, right. No, I, yes. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. No, <it's> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's better that it wasn't because I really have leaned on him. And also I'm like, I'm so annoying because. She was my arm to practice kissing on oh, at the start. Stop. That's so sweet. <laughs> no, I've That's leaned so on him for like insight, like how to navigate, like not that he'd ever been in a long-term relationship. We've now been together almost like 13 years or wow. something. 12. It was helpful. <laughs> yeah. But it was helpful that he had like been in one and kind of could navigate communication and things that I just never had any like experience with. Yeah. That's really sweet. So that's our story. 13 I, years. Almost. Yeah, 12 years. 12, <laughs> 12 years. 12. Okay, I don't 12. know. Sorry, I always round up. Do you round up? I feel like since... <laughs> Early on in our relationship, we would literally celebrate every month. Yeah, so I we've love got that. we were we have a foundation being very very specific. I feel like with yeah. It. Okay, but so that's good. If you're gonna round, I round up. I was up. specific yeah. for a long time, but then now I'm like we're so like it feels so we're in there, and I'm like round up a little. Like, yeah, we earned it. We earned it. We, we, earned it. 12, we know 13 we, doesn't we matter. We spent so much time together. Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's really spent, like in dog years, like 47. Right. Right. For sure. And you guys just made it official. Yeah. Like right. this Took past December. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So you were together yeah. 11 years before. Matt's blown away. You got married. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What? That's you a just wanted to make time. sure. Wait. It was, the, it was the whole lease before you buy thing. I don't know. Well, on her I mean, part. Yeah. There's a portion oh. of that. Yeah. So that was your decision. You no, were like, no, I, I'm kidding. I'm totally no, kidding. Well, oh. in some ways, it kind of was because I feel like the girl, in a lot of cases, like perpetuates the relationship yeah. like forward. Like all these markers need to be done and pressures the guy most of the time, right? Yeah. And I think for me, it was really important for me to be engaged at some point. Like I really did want to have that for some reason. I also liked the idea of like, it's the one thing you can walk around the world and show that you're like in a relationship. Like it's something on your finger. I was nervous to get married. I came from a broken family and okay. I really didn't have a lot of great examples of what marriage looked like. And I think I just didn't want to break it. I was like, no, this is like good. And I just am scared that it's going to change. And then at some point it was very apparent that I was like, no. It's not going to change. It's going to get better. This is what I want. It's not going anywhere. Like, we are a family. Like, we need to feel like a family in every traditional way. Mm -hmm. And that was when we decided. Was it when you it. had kids that oh, you yeah. were like? Yeah. It took, yeah, I think like, yeah, a couple years into having kids, it made a lot more sense. A few years into having kids, a lot more sense. Wait, how many, how many years were you like acting on Victorious and then you were dating and then this was yeah, after you moved back here? from Australia? She was probably still on the show for a year, maybe a year and a half. Year on Victorious, but I kind of was in the Nickelodeon family for yeah. probably like five, six years. Yeah. And you won a, a, one of those blimps, like a kid's choice award, yeah. right? Yeah. That's so sick. I know. Did you so get slimed? Cool. Did they like slime? slimed? Of course That's I got awesome. slimed. That's yeah. so cool. I love it. What, what is that? Is, does it smell good? Like, what is the slime? Um, like, <laughs> it's magical. It's a magical experience. Um, there was a time where I was like, okay, I've been there, done that. Like, please don't slime me anymore. Like, it got to the point where we were like, 
I don't want to be slimed anymore. <laughs> but the first couple few times, I was like, this is an honor, like basking this in it. Is oh, awesome. so it happened like, like yeah, multiple, we would, multiple well, I times. Would be on, so the Nickelodeon family, there's so many different like avenues of like shows and things. So we were on a lot of game shows, like all these different game shows. I would get slimed all the time. And yeah. then, yeah, the, the KCAs, I'm sure I was slimed. I honestly don't even remember now, but slime was a big thing. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. You've and worked with some really like crazy people crazy well ariana grande right this, wasn't she yeah. on victorious yeah. that whole cast is ridiculous i know that's crazy i got lucky to you she's probably just like oh yeah it's like ariana but you like, just text her up and be like hey girl yeah, miss we you keep in touch like <laughs> not as much anymore i mean she's in london i think right now like wow. she's been like living there for a while um but i have talked to her recently and i'm like so proud of her i think like huge fan of her makeup <laughs> i do buy it um yeah, the whole cast is incredible. I'm really close with Liz, um, who played Jade on the show. And yeah, I feel really lucky to have had that experience. That's cool. That's I feel really like cool. that's a sign of a true friend when like you see your friend succeed and you're like, you go. Like, you have your own so makeup yeah. too. Right? No, I actually have a beauty subscription box. So okay. I have, and we have our own products that we officially just recently launched, like serums and different things like that. But um, makeup I haven't dove into. Okay. I don't, I'm not like... I'm not like a makeup connoisseur. I just sort of like know what I like. Doesn't need uh -huh. it. You know? She has that the best is skin so in the world. Sweet. So you do. Thank you. That's why I was like, I'm Aww. shocked that you haven't got any work done. Like, you look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> but so a lot of people, I feel like, especially with like Jeanette McCurdy's book coming out, like there's been a lot of criticism surrounding Nickelodeon. I didn't know if your experience was similar or you've had like moments where you could relate to that type of thing yeah I mean the business is a weird world like I'll start there it is like it's such a bubble in a sense that like there are things that happen every day that you just are like accustomed to and don't would not fly in another work environment but yeah. it's like also part of like the beauty of the industry like you become so close with your cast and like in a lot of ways like if you were to do that with like an executive or someone in your office or a coworker, mm -hmm. like people would be like no like we don't freaking hug and like sit on each other's laps or whatever like it's just like not allowed I'm sure it's kind of yeah. like theater in a way where it's like you mm. become a family yeah yes. totally so like when you think of it in that way yes it's kind of like there are things that just maybe wouldn't fly but like I feel really lucky that I got out unscathed yeah. like sure experiences people I worked with maybe not the biggest fan of some cases but like generally speaking I'm so grateful for every experience I've been on like so grateful of all the the people that I've come across like I've learned so much and because I can like walk away and like continue on this path and look at it with like a good like through a good lens like I feel lucky. Like, I don't have anything to complain about. That's, that's really cool to that's hear. That's really, really cool. Do you think you'd let your own kids do something like question. this? That's a great question. That's a good question. <laughs> Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring today's episode. So I got a notification from Rocket Money last week, and our spending was... Do you think it was up or down? Probably up. It was actually down. Wait, really? Yes. With these months at the end of the year, I feel like spending goes crazy because of just the holidays and everything. Yeah, which I, I really need to check our expenses. I've kind of like just been getting the notifications for Rocket Money and not like doing a deep dive into what we're spending in all of our categories. I've just been busy doing the music and writing new songs. So that's why I haven't done it. Well, it's but not I promise just... I'll get to it. I'll get to it like next week. Okay. Well, it's yeah. not just like our expenses, but even those like subscriptions. I feel like mm -hmm. everything is a subscription nowadays. And I am always guilty of 
getting a free trial and then for getting to cancel. So I did it's that. really nice. What did you do that with? <laughs> I did that with Clear at the oh, airport. Oh, Matthew James. Yeah. I it's, should have had Rocket Money cancel it for me. Oh, well. Exactly. It's nice because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. There are over 3 million users for Rocket Money. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they save customers an average of $720 a year. Wow. What could you do with that $720? You could go on a vacation. A lot of fun things. Maybe not like a super fancy vacation, but like we definitely in college, we would, we did a vacation for like 300 bucks in college. Well, even that, like that's several weeks of groceries that oh, you're yeah. just like throwing away. So that's really nice that Rocket Money helps you save money and cancel unwanted subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash unplanned. That's rocketmoney.com slash unplanned. Rocketmoney.com slash Unplanned. Unplanned. Now back to the episode. Uh, <laughs> not to throw you on the spot. No. I, don't know. <laughs> I, w- I would lean towards no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the but, only reason I would say that is because un- in a weird way, it's like unavoidable now, like with social media yeah. and yeah. probably me continuing to like, or eventually diving back into it. Like it'll always be a part of their life that I don't think that like they necessarily need to be a part of it. Whereas I'm really grateful that I became a child actor and was able to like bring this element into our family. Yeah. But if they wanted to when they're older, by all means, I just really want them to have like, I want them to play sports and do the mm-hmm. things that like I kind of wanted to do because I did theater too. And I freaking think that the theater experience is is almost the same in a lot of ways of like working on TV and film. Granted, there's cameras and things like that, but yeah. like you get the same rush, mm. especially with half hour, because a lot of the half hour like sitcom shows I did were in front of a live audience. Oh, cool. So like you get sort of that same experience. So it's like if they want that, then like they can have that. And then at some point, if they're, you know, wanting more of it, then they can figure it out. What's your fear, Andrew, with like your kid being a child actor? What what worries you? Um, I think like, if you get a platform, it's quite a responsibility. Like, and it, it comes with elements that maybe a child isn't really ready for, which is why I think, like, if if you were to simplify it, why a lot of these people who are child actors have issues later on, right? Like, imagine having that much attention, that much power. Like, from my experience with her, these kids have power over adults, right? And anybody they come across, which mm-hmm. is cool, but it's quite a responsibility for a child. And I think... I'm not a doctor or anything, but I feel like a child's brain isn't necessarily ready to handle that. And it creates issues down the line. That's, That's I mean, a that, unique that perspective. I mean, my Nailed brain just it. fully developed this year. I just turned 25. So I'm still working on it. My prefrontal cortex is finally developed, babe. Oh. I'm like a fully developed man. Uh, that is science, birthday. right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree with him. I remember specifically, like, this is just a testament to how different our walks of life were. But I was doing... um the Fairly Odd Parents movie in Hawaii. And of course, anytime I got to do some really cool experiences or shows where we like got to travel, I would say, come. So he was out there and I remember they were very, very attentive on this set at one point and he overheard or saw them saying, let me get you a straw for your water. Let me walk you to the bathroom. And I, I saw his eyes look at me like, what? and, mm. I, and I, I told our PA at the time, I was like, or AD, I was like, 
I'm good. Like, you don't, mm-hmm. just, I'm all good, you know, because I didn't want to, I felt embarrassed that, like, I, that was so normal for me. Yeah. It was so, so normal. So they just dote on you? They oh, dote yeah. on you if anything you want. Like, not to the point where it's like you can make your demands or whatever, but it's well. just very common. Like, set etiquette is that the actor has their mm. chair, they have what they need. If their feet are cold, they wear Uggs. If you need a heater or if you need a drink or whatever, like, they're there to, like, make sure you're comfortable. Do you get mm-hmm. treated better if you have, like, a larger role or you're, like, a regular? Yes. <laughs> it's like a, yes for sure yes like billing is very very important what's your best treatment you ever got like what what did that look like that's a tough question for you though because she's queen of like making things easy for people yeah i don't like all that she's never been like oh i need this and that in this special environment no i have well you know what i will say when i so i've been vegan for like 24 years wow and that's not rounding up and i (laughs) was doing Fairly Odd Parents at a time where I was trying this raw diet. It was kind of a fad for a while before you guys probably even were old I enough to I remember hearing what, about it. Okay. Then. So I remember the executive producer caught on to me doing that and she had a raw vegan chef come and like make food for me every day. Wow. Yeah. A dude. personal chef on set. Well, he, he could, or he or she, I don't remember who it was. I think it was a she actually. She would make food for anyone else who wanted raw food as well. But like mm-hmm. it was an option. And I was like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really crazy. We tried to be vegan for like two days while we were living in Hawaii. We watched we're the movie. Have to check we, out your recipe. We, we watched the oh, movie yeah. Sea Spiracy and it made us so sad. We we're like, yeah. our oceans are dying. Yeah. Like, I care about these animals. And then like we, yeah, actually, I feel like we did it for maybe a week. Vegetarian. I don't know what it was. We're vegetarian but we failed. for a week. And so that, yeah. We need to check out your recipe. We need to check out your recipes. I would love to help however I can. I, <laughs> yeah. You know, my opinion on it has changed because I've been in this world for so long and I think I'm like at a point where any effort is like incredible like I think for the longest time I so badly it's like coming off the high of walking watching a documentary and you're like Mm. the whole world needs to be vegan you're like we need to fix this now I'm like no the whole world it would be amazing I guess if that's what's right for the world and like right for their health but like yeah we could also just make really great steps in, in a direction away from like being this very convenient fast like fast food nation where it's like the food system is certainly broken in my opinion but it doesn't need to be super extreme but i do think that we're almost on the extreme of like unhealthy right now Mm. like we need to find some sort of middle ground Mm -hmm. yeah i think like a small change i was trying to implement um i still i'm not good about it but like uh like replacing one like making one meal or making two meals of the day vegetarian or or vegan that's amazing to where it's like okay I'm, i'm eating less meat so it's like better for the planet and you know, maybe it's it's better that I'm eating more like fruits and vegetables and that's good for my body. Um, and then it's also like less animals that are, you know, dying. So I have to eat, you know, meat. So I I feel like that's a small change that huge, you know, people can make. But it's not small because it's huge because there's so many statistics and I wish they just flew off the top of my mouth right now. But uh, tip of my tongue, that's what I was trying to say. But there's a lot where it's like even one meal. They were just doing this thing. I did this campaign like Meatless Monday where in schools they would implement like vegetarian or maybe vegan Monday cafeteria options. And they showed like what the impact on this school or multiple schools would wow. have on like a like, global way. I'm so bad at this. I'm like, but it's. No, you're you're really good. I wish you're I knew. <laughs> you're killing it. Yeah. You guys are both very good speakers. But by the way, we got like sidetracked. I'm, I'm so curious because you guys were engaged was it oh, yeah. five years? Yeah, it was um, a five-year yeah. engagement? Yeah. Was it a five-year engagement? Yeah, I maybe. I think so, 2017, right? Yeah. To 20, what was last no, year? That's, 2022? That's, 
we met in 2011. But we got engaged in 17? Yeah, so like six And then married years. last year? Yeah. How was that? Were you guys just like, I can't decide if we want the wedding in Hawaii or Mexico? <laughs> like, where Yeah, that was the main concern. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Do we have 300, 400? Yeah. No, I think like I just was never the type, I was not like a fairy tale wedding kind of person. It intimidated mm. me. I'm also like not even good at planning my kid's birthday, so it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it overwhelms me, like big productions. I like being a part of a big production, but I don't like to be the one that's like, the director. The director mm. or even like the star of the show, oddly uh. enough. It's different when you're being paid to be there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But not when right. you're paying yeah. to have yeah. it. Right, like, right. no <laughs> thanks. So what you're saying is Andrew planned the whole wedding? Yeah. 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 Wow. Dude, our wedding, our wedding was so planned. We showed up on a rainy day, a rainy Thursday at the courthouse. And we still almost bailed And we from almost that. bailed. And we almost bailed? Yeah. Because I showed up. And I looked it up online, and it looked like this Spanish beautiful building. Oh, this is the best. <laughs> and we got there. It was a rainy Thursday in between Christmas and New Year's. I was like, this is the time to do it. Every other day's closed, whatever. And we get there, and it's this, it almost looked like a prison. Actually, in fact, I think it was on the same campus of, as a prison. It wasn't. It is. But close, yeah. Just, like, like just, government, just government building. Yeah, okay. and I was yeah. like, I'm not walking it was really in there. That's not where we're you. getting married. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nope. The no. backdrop inside the room was pretty nice, though. The backdrop was like this, what would you even call it? It was like a friggin' mural that looked like you like, were on like a balcony across an ocean and it was not. No, it was a room, a small <laughs> a room. one with like folding chairs. Oh, they like painted us, oh, yeah. painted yeah, it. it was a mural. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. Did you get a wow. picture there? I did, yeah. And you know what? It was amazing because I came around to it and we would really had to like reconnect on like why we were doing this again. And then I realized like now I'm doing what I don't want to do oh you yeah know, like that's not what this was about you know mm -hmm. so i gotta do this for all the right reasons and that's why we're here and so then yeah. we walked in was it just you two or did you have family your our kids? son came just our, son, yeah. our daughter that's was like so a little sweet. bit too young and Aww. i was like no we'll bring our son and he gave us our rings yeah he loved Cute. it that's yeah. really really sweet yeah. wow. i think it was amazing that we did it that way because we waited so long and it got to the point where like if we're going to do it, we're, we're going to do it only for us at this point. And yeah. it may not be how someone else would do it, but like this works for us. And we still plan on having a big wedding, but I think like actually committing in that moment, that was just for the two of us. Wow. You know, so it didn't really matter like where we were, or what it looked like or whatever. Yeah. And I like, I'm happy we finally got there. Yeah. Because I think we, we, what you're probably looking for is like, we're both just like non-traditional. We both come from divorced mm -hmm. parents everybody's relationships are a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. I think we were both scared of commitment. We probably both questioned whether or not we had the right one for a while. I've learned along that journey that it's like, it's never going to be perfect. And it's more about like choosing every day, right. Yeah. And being willing to work on it. And for me, just transparently, like when I got to the point where I realized that we were both willing to do that, that's when I was like, that's enough for me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It like took it to another level. But what's interesting is like, I used to say that I'm like more non-traditional, but I think that was a trauma response to like mm. wanting to like go against what I thought was supposed to happen because yeah. those don't ever end up well. And, mm -hmm. you know, and now I would actually go on a limb and say, we're actually both very traditional. I would say we're like, we're definitely going back. Yeah, we're direction. going wow. back. Like maybe direction. the structure wasn't broken, but just yeah. like the people trying to fit into that structure that yeah. you looked up to. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. totally. yeah. Cause I think a lot of this was done perfectly and I think we got in the way of like it a little bit you know like I think yeah. there is a reason for why these things exist like marriage and these beautiful traditions and just this like family ordinance that like I just think that's how I don't know I feel yeah. really good about it I think uh, you probably feel the same but I think it just took us a while to get to the 
stage of believing that we can choose to make it whatever we want right mm-hmm. it's not yeah. just based on the examples that we've seen in our own lives mm-hmm. yeah so did that's you really powerful your, did you tell your family beforehand or was it a surprise it was a surprise Ish. for some no we told our, <laughs> our parents but like yeah, that's right it was tricky telling them because they wanted to be there you know and it was kind of like and my dad doesn't live here he lives in idaho and you know with people's schedules it was like it's not that we don't want you there it's just more that we wanted nothing to get in the way of it being for what it's like what we Mm -hmm. wanted it to be and so we promised that we would do some sort of like party or ceremony for our family at some point but we just haven't gotten around to it (laughs) you still haven't done the party or ceremony you're like give us another five years Uh (laughs) you know what there's something about stretching it out like i understand why people renew their vows yeah because it's like this new little like life that you're putting back you're like in reinvesting into your relationship again and for us like maybe we haven't renewed our vows we just did them but like we've spread things out in such a way that it's given us like another little pick me up and i like it that's sweet yeah you go on another honeymoon yeah did you ever go on a honeymoon no No. what you guys need to go on a honeymoon Well, we've had two kids and like kind of been in the thick of it. Yeah, and yeah. it's weird. I mean, you know, like imagine leaving your kids little, like it's so tricky. She couldn't leave the kids for the longest time. Like she refused. She just, we just couldn't do it. No. Like, <laughs> I remember the first date Abby and I went on after having our first son. Uh, I feel like it was like a month after she no, gave birth. It was not even. Was it two weeks? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we kind but of are different. We were, gone, we were gone for an hour. And like for me, I'm I like, cried oh. the whole time. I was, like, I, I was like, we're gone for an hour. Like it's literally one hour. We're fine. But it was just yeah. like something in that. They like, don't that motherly understand. They don't understand the hormones. Oh, yeah. like, especially I was like, when you're nursing. lived inside me for yeah. the past nine months. Now you're expecting me to be separate from him. Like it was like two miles away from our house. And I hop. <laughs> but I get you. I cried girl. the whole time. We were eating. <laughs> Do you remember this? We were eating. It was the uh, the Despicable Me pancakes at, at IHOP. <laughs> I hate those pancakes. They were so good. They're like banana cream, and it, it was, was just like I was not even worth tears. it. I think it was off the kids banana menu cream too. and tears. <laughs> you went to IHOP for your first date. Because yeah. it was the closest restaurant to That's our house. Great. That's like all he could or get maybe, me to agree maybe to. Maybe was the second one. I think no, that maybe, was the first. Are you sure it was the first? Yeah. Really. It's kind of amazing because I can see it from your point of view because there is at some point someone who needs to say like you're okay to leave. Yeah. But it's really hard to like make sense of it as the mom, especially in those like newer mm. months. It's especially all foggy. Yeah, Physically foggy. too, right? When you're feeding still. Oh yeah. Yes. That's like, like you're timing feeling it. it all in your body. Oh, and then you're feeling a letdown. You're like, it's not worth it. Let's go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then you then you're mad at them. Mad. Mm-hmm. Even though all they wanted was just to spend time with you and it was like so uh-huh. wholesome. And then like, you're like, you're evil. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I've got to ask. So being together 11 years, yeah. engaged five years, just getting married last year. Yep. And you guys, you guys, yeah, did things, you know, I guess you're saying now you're more traditional, but you did things in an untraditional way. Yep. Like were your kids, were your kids planned? Were your kids unplanned? We are on the unplanned podcast. Ooh, <laughs> Great question. <laughs> oh, I love this. You want to share? <laughs> it's a pretty simple answer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I'd like to say that Gio was it, he happened to us like it was meant to be they were both unplanned but we were so ready with Gio I know we were ready like we were not yeah. being careful like we kind of knew we're kind of the type Andrew says it so well where he's like we kind of need to like, be pushed off the, the ledge a little bit uh-huh. like it's hard for us to make really big decisions but if they happen to us we're actually really good at figuring out how to make all that work and Gio our first was that and I remember specifically a little TMI but the next day after 
we conceived um if you guys mm-hmm. go there oh I we said, go there okay cool so yeah, i looked at my okay, app okay. my like um period tracking app and i was like i knew it i was like that was a baby making night and i told him so i knew literally right away but i kind of forgot because like i don't know if it was the same for you but you almost think like no Thank you to Quince for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. I am so excited because I, first of all, I do all the shopping for Matt for his clothes. You do. Thank you for doing that, by the way. I don't like to shop for myself. And it's not like I do anything special. Wait, did you get me some stuff from Quince? I got you, you some did? stuff. You did? Wait, what did you get me? First of all, I was on their site and I was like, how in the world do they have these fine, like almost luxury items okay. at such an affordable price? They have cashmere, Matt. I remember I taught you about cashmere. Wow, wait, that's like a sweater, right? It's a really soft... You can get it in sweater. They have it in joggers. They have it in You can get cashmere joggers? I bet they have... Cashmere scarves are a big thing. Does Quince carry cashmere joggers? They do. And they carry it for like 50 to 80% off what you normally pay because they partner directly with the the manufacturers. So they cut out the middleman. Okay. Did you get me the cashmere joggers? No. You did not. I got you some nice pants for Christmas and a cashmere sweater. Matt, you're going to have a cashmere sweater for Christmas. I cannot Wait. wait for it to come in. It's supposed to come in very soon. And I also got you, drum roll. Some undies. Some undies. <laughs> no, truly. You always have. roast my undies. I always roast There's your that. undies. Well, yeah, I feel like you, because like my mom bought my underwear for a while. And yeah, then... it's time for an upgrade. And Quince has the upgrade you need, Matt. Yeah. So often clothes just last a season and then they leave our closet. But with Quince, you can get timeless pieces that are going to last, have great quality, great staples, basics that you can wear season to season to season. So get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash unplanned for free shipping on your order and 300 165 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash unplanned to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash unplanned. That's awesome. Now back to the episode. We actually revealed on our podcast where we conceived our child. I love it where. I need to know. <laughs> oh my I'll gosh. Re-listen. You say it, or... it was Thanksgiving. So we <laughs> oh. were staying <Santa> family. <laughs> yeah. Good I love it. Oh Thankful. Yeah. Thankful. I, lo- I love that. I love Surrounded it. No, by love. I, I think of our second baby the same way. Um, well, even the first, though, like for us, we, we knew we, we were wanting to have a kid, but like we just knew so many people that had like fertility we issues like, or anything. Yeah. yeah. But we were like, we want to have a baby or, with or the pe- first, the second. Totally. Shocker, but. But yeah, people that had like been trying for a year and it took them a year to get pregnant. So we're like, yeah. oh, it's not going to happen right away. But for us, it did happen right away. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, this is meant to be. And with the second, it was a surprise. And at first we were terrified, but then it's just like, yeah. oh, this is meant to be. Now we get to have yeah. two boys that are so close in age. Because wow. um, you guys have an almost four-year-old and then a two-and-a-half-year-old, Yeah, right? so ours right. are 16 months apart. And it was the same. It was, um, since you guys are detailed, um, <laughs> my first cycle back. Like, I hadn't had my period yet because I was nursing. And I had one. And then that cycle, uh, we got pregnant. Crazy. This is the best story, by the oh, way. Oh, God. You Were you? Wait, Go what? ahead, tell yeah, it. Tell what is it? it? Gio, our oldest, he was like, he's amazing. He's so smart. He was hard in the beginning. Though. He was a tricky baby. He was very loud. Um, Sleep, pro- really tricky. Yeah, a lot going on. We weren't ready. And somehow she had a cycle. I don't even know if you, you told me. Well, I didn't know I was ovulating per se because I was trying right. to explain to him even just recently. I'm like, I mm. get it now. You, when you have your baby, it's like when you do get your cycle, like it can come, it can go. It's I never a fake, got mine back. That's and that's how I got pregnant. Oh, so uh, it doesn't even matter. So, so it didn't even matter. That you, yeah. And you were nurse. Oh, no, yes. you just stopped so, nursing. No, no, no I, I was nursing. nursing. I was four so months. She broke all the rules. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm you guys. It was literally 
two times. Wow. Literally two times. And we have so many friends that are like, oh, yeah, we had our two times Everyone too. has their yeah. flip-ups. Oh, yeah, everyone yeah. has flip-ups. And, like, anyway. they didn't get pregnant, but we did, you know? Yep, yep. yep. It's different Same. for everyone, man. Same. 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 So I'll just jump to the end. So she thinks that she might be pregnant. So she gets a pregnancy test, takes it. We're in our back bathroom. Oh, you're our, together. Yeah, we're in our old, old house in the bathroom together. I can, like, still see it to this day. <laughs> And uh, we're both super nervous. We're probably both sweating, like all the things. She takes it. I totally know the feeling. We wait for a second and it doesn't show pregnant after like however long it was supposed to take, two minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we both like, it's like all the life came back into us. We freaking high five each other in the bathroom. (laughs) We start riffing. We're like, we're going to move. We're going to travel. We're going to do all these fun things and it's gonna be fun and mm-hmm. then we go back to the test. she goes back like 30 seconds later oh my and it's gosh. like boom pregnant and we didn't say one word to each other for like the next two or three minutes we just sat in the closet together and cried and there was a moment of like okay yep okay and my goodness, you guys, like, again, when I say we have to be pushed off a ledge, like, nothing is more incredible than these two children, their bond, like, the just individualities about them. Like, I would not know what I'd be doing without... Traveling. <laughs> Traveling. <laughs> to Australia. Yeah, that's But the right. thing is this, like, we said this earlier, I'm like, I just want to collect them all. Once you have one yeah. or two or three or four... What's a four? It's like, you got the whole pack. You're never not going to be a parent. You're never not going to have kids. So you might as well just, like, throw them all into the machine and, you know, you got an operation. That's how I feel. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that how you feel? People, I think Andrew and I feel differently about People that. always tell us, they're like... Don't you think, or not always, but some people have been like, don't you not want your second to know that he wasn't planned or like things like that? I'm like, no, he's always going to know that he's so loved and he is like the perfect addition to like our family. Totally. We just didn't know it at the time and yeah. we didn't know that timing. So yeah, that's how I feel. I love that your story is like so similar. Yeah. Yeah. I think unplanned is also similar to like meant to be. Yeah. Yes, like exactly. Sometimes we don't even know what's best for us. Meeting oh, my wife was never unplanned. Know what's best for that us. wasn't planned, right? Like I didn't plan to meet her, and we mm-hmm. met each other. That was an unplanned meeting, and guess what? Now we're married, and we mm-hmm. love each other, and have two babies. So yep. it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of really good things that come out of life that the are the best unplanned. things. I best. feel like are unplanned. yeah, yeah, because those are like those are those surprises that it's like yeah. if you didn't have those kind of surprises, life would be really boring. I don't. Like I wouldn't want to live like that. I think that. those little moments are so <laughs> crazy. Like I, I get a bit like philosophical at times, and I can go too deep. But like when you think back to like you guys meeting, right? Maybe you mm-hmm. made one little choice that was like, yeah, I'll go to this thing, or I won't go to this thing, or whatever. And then you meet and you fast forward. How long now? Seven, seven years. years. Seven years, and it's like you have this beautiful life, two children. You guys are traveling. You have a podcast, like all the things. And it's like sometimes from one little decision, and it's crazy in life to think about how one thing equals like what's going on today and, it's and pretty wild totally and you can't like plant there's so much in your life that you have compl- like no control over yep. at all like yeah. even if you tried to plan it it would just get messed up yeah yeah but, it's worse planning that's why i don't like details i'm we like hate no planning. just mm-hmm. i like to just throw myself into it i know i can always land on my feet and i like the spontaneity and then you're that. not disappointed never there's no expectation <laughs> is just like oh sick that mm-hmm. happened yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't yeah. even know it do you guys feel are you guys just like so much more in love now that you're married like did that did <laughs> yeah that did something courthouse? crazy yeah. change well, yeah crazy. No, there was something that changed for oh, us really? i always say this because people were like well did anything change you would assume after this long no but it did 
because for the longest time, like, I felt like we kind of operated financially very separate, Mm -hmm. even though I was always like, what's yours is mine. And Mm -hmm. I think he felt the same way, but like, it was never like concrete. And now I'm like, this is the account. Like, you can operate, check it out, see what's going on. Like, there's not, like, it's just really nice to blend it all. Whereas before, I felt like we were very respectful of each other's, like, financials. Mm. And now I just like the inclusivity of it all. Yeah. For you, that would be the biggest difference for me. Is there a big difference for you? There was, like, a moment where I feel like things have shifted for us. It's It's been, like, once we've had two kids, once we've got married. I remember hearing something from this dude on Instagram, and he said, he was talking about how he approaches his marriage and, and one of the things he asks his wife is how can I love you today? Uh, and I heard that and I was like, well, oh, shit, shoot. Yeah. I've, He's I've, never asked I've, me that. I've never done, I've, <laughs> never like, done, I've never heard that before. I did ask you that one time. Oh, that one time. That one, one time. time. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. But, but yeah, I know it's like not significant, but it was like a mind shift change for me. And I was like, okay, like we can totally control what we want this to be for the most part, right? You can't control everything. Like we can make this to be whatever we want it to be. And I just feel like there's been a shift. Like I can't pinpoint it, but there's been a shift of just exactly that. It's like, what can I do for you? What can you do for me? Like, how can Mm. we build together kind of thing? It's it's great. That's cool that you say that. I was going to ask, was it super cool? Like finally calling each other husband and wife or was it just like, or that freak you t- out. Took me a minute. I, I liked it. I still like it. Yeah. I still like it for the while. Well, maybe for like a couple of years before, I would refer to him as my husband once in a while to like a plumber or yeah. You know? I was gonna yeah. ask, did you ever just say yeah, it? Yeah, just to it, say. Yeah. yeah. It mm. always felt kind of silly to say it. It still feels a little silly now, but <laughs> it's the truth. So <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. How about you guys? Well, when we, so when we got married at twenty and twenty one, it I was, was a like, big was, shift for us because we didn't live together beforehand, and I, and I was oh, nervous because wow. like. I thought people would judge me for being this young guy. Like, oh, he's so stupid. He got married at 21. What an idiot, you know? Like, oh, yeah, people... so we would do the opposite. We'd be like, my oh. husband. Yeah, it felt, like, really, oh, it felt really weird to say it, though. Yeah, yeah you were like, people are going to think we're so weird. What? You hold yourself so... You don't come off as, like, as young. And I would imagine even back then, like, you were more mature than, like, the average L.A. maybe person who's <laughs> oh, 20. Yeah. I feel like... No offense, L.A., but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I think we were both kind of old souls in that way, but we both, I mean, different experiences. Our parents are still together. Our grandparents, like, we, so I think for us, it was, I don't know, we had really good examples and still have good examples to look up to. So it was very, we weren't scared. We just like jumped right in and. Well, yeah, like my, well, my, both sets of my grandparents uh, split, but my parents have always been together. So I guess like that was a good example for me i guess so I, we weren't as scared like like we mm. didn't have as many and i also, didn't really know my we grandpa were that living well literally in the bible belt at the time so yeah. like it wasn't as like imagine we were in la at that time yeah, yeah. it would have the been culture a there is so different. different culture yep. but even then still especially we were going we had a public university people were, were like this is odd we like, were, we, yeah of our friends like none of our friends were even dating and like oh, wow. we we got married but um we yeah. skipped the party stage <laughs> listen it's better yeah. together <laughs> but um no that's that's really cool i could when you were saying that thing you saw on instagram in our marriage books mean that we read was talking about how um just showing gratitude to your spouse yeah. is so important and even when you're like so mad at each other like find you can think of one thing that you can be grateful for that they did so we were like practicing that this past week like hey i'm grateful for you cleaning the pumping parts that day or <laughs> abby would say like i'm grateful for you you know waking up to do this feeding and just like just by expressing gratitude that was helping us like 
you know, find find ways get to get over the issue at hand. Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys always been pretty good at communicating with each other? No. no. <laughs> not at all. I feel oh, what like about you guys. Have you are you guys no, good at communicating? That's no, not we're a strong still, suit yeah, for we're me. learning. Do you guys No, we're still learning, yeah. <laughs> do you guys do like therapy at all or have you like We we have have before. Yeah. yeah, there was like a noticeable shift, I think, for me personally this last December. I was like dealing with some family stuff and it kind of like pulled me in this interesting direction. I had never gone into before, but I ended up in a friend's Bible study and it was like the first time that I felt this like, I don't know, like this warm hug, but like I was curious about it, but a little like nervous about it all. And it was around the time when we decided to get married and I felt like I had like this interesting support system and it helped me like communicate better with my, like my understanding Mm. myself and I don't know. I think from that point, there's been a lot of little things that's happened personally where I just feel so much more in the driver's seat of my own life. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just coincidental or what it was like. That's really cool. Yeah. I think I think having community around you is like really important, like no matter, you know, what stage of life you're in, no matter like what your, you know, beliefs are or whatever. But um, because like for us, when we've when we've felt like very alone and didn't have like friends like when we've moved because we've moved around a good amount um it's like hard when you Mm -hmm. don't have like people backing you up Um, what do you guys do to create community in the different places you go we've had that conversation a lot recently because we've been feeling like we are lacking it in a lot of ways we try to just like schedule hang out with hangouts with friends and it's also been good with um abby's parents moved in with us so that's been good to have that community of like family (laughs) living with us we get to hang out with it we hang out with them all the time honestly yeah and finding people that are in like similar stages of life whether that's like same like do they they do the same job or they have kids the same age or you know been married for a few years how is having a two and a half year old and an almost four year old like what has that taught you has it has it gotten easier has has it gotten harder no it's the best yeah it's gotten a little bit easier it's the best in the world like i love it every second of it i love it i wake up just bouncy and ready uh to hang out with them i love it so much but it wasn't like that for a while. Like okay. in those earlier days, especially with our first, I felt really foggy, like you said. Okay. Like I was in a, just a complete fog. And then my second got a little bit easier. And then I'd say, yeah, it's just gotten easier and better, mm. more how, special. How did that affect you, Andrew? How did it affect me? You it, could be honest. Yeah, it was it was hard because I she was in a weird place and I would be in a weird place at times. Um and like I was trying to figure my own personal stuff out at the time, and uh, it, it's just challenging. It's you kind of like always up against a roadblock. Mm-hmm. It feels like, yeah. I mean, that's all that comes to mind. I will say though, uh, what's changed for us recently is it just feels like things have lifted a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's gotten easier. And and one of the things for me for a while with when they were a little bit younger was like, this is just not enjoyable enough. Yeah. Right. And now it's like crazy enjoyable it's so much fun we still have our hard moments but we're just like all getting into a better flow like she and i from a relationship standpoint like we still fight but we get through that stuff way faster Mm -hmm. we still have problems with the kids but we get through that way faster and we're just like finding our way back to the surface level way quicker these days and we're like living there versus like always like swimming upstream if that makes a sense yeah that makes sense yeah 
That's really encouraging. Yeah. No, that's actually, maybe that's that means like it's very, time for another baby. You're getting comfortable. Oh, you're getting too gosh. comfortable. And, but yeah. see, you saying that, you saying that is exactly why I'm like, hey, I'm content with two. Yeah. Right, I, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. But like, but you saying that's like that. It's like, man, there's light at the end of the tunnel because yeah. it is hard. It is hard in the early stages, and um, I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking. Well, Dude, I, 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 I feel you, and I will say this. Up until like maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago, it was a hard no for me. It was, I'm absolutely done. This We're not yeah. doing it again. And like, because things have changed, my <laughs> mindset has shifted. Tell and then you're going to be right back there again. Gonna, right? Like, aren't you going to be like right back where you were though? That's what scares me. <laughs> I don't yes. see. I don't like the newborn phase very much. But it yeah. was so different the second time. Like you just know so much more, even yeah. though yours That's happened true. so quickly. Like, do you feel like it was at oh, least we were easier? Way better equipped. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. imagine the third, the fourth. Then you have a kid that can eventually get you your water. <laughs> we need to have my know? parents move in with us too, and then I we'll love be this. fully equipped to. They raise should just children. move in with us. We, okay, <laughs> we yeah. Wait, yes. Ends. Why would we have so can much we fun move with, with that? I actually with love our... the idea of communal living. Yes. Like, I'm yeah. done yes. for that. We actually love it. People ask us all the time. It's just my parents, but like people are like that's crazy, and I'm yeah. like. No, it's actually no, very natural. It feels especially normal. Especially now that working from home is so normal and that's like what we do with the nature of being creators. Yeah. Like you need to see people. You need to talk to yes. people. You need to have a conversation with an people adult. People are too isolated. That's not, that's not yep. a one or two year old, right? Yep. So yes. it's so important and to- And then it's, I feel like it's also been really good for our marriage too because I put too much on Matt as like to meet all my needs. Like you need to meet mm-hmm. my needs as my husband, but also my social needs your because friend, my every, friend, yeah. everything. Like you need to listen to all of my thoughts of the day. And he's like, I cannot possibly sift through all of those. And it's nice to just have other ears to listen to and other people to fill oh, other needs who care oh. about you, who like love you and look out for your best interests. It's yes. like that is the best. So, I get it. I'm the boring one that's gone back to like a regular job recently. Oh but, no way! But in a certain yeah, way, did. like it's been so nice to be back around other adults. Right. Wow. And like have that totally different part of my life. And then I come home to the family who I already spend like enough time with, you know, (laughs) but it's just so nice to have that separation. Kind of the most amazing thing because I now feel like I am the CEO of operations, like COO. I'm an (laughs) operations officer and I love it. I love that I can like manage most of like the stuff with the kids. And then when Andrew's done with his work, he can play with the kids while I make dinner. And then I get that time and it's just the best balance. The other day, I took both boys and we went on a walk and like played in the grass. And I had one strapped to me, and then our oldest Griffin was just like running around in the grass, like having the best time. And I come home, and Abby had gotten to like clean alone. I cleaned the whole and house. listened to was a podcast. Great. Like a tornado, because there was no one stopping me. Yep. And she was so happy. The best. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I would have never known it that was this joyful. Woman- joyful. Just cleaning. Because how often at this point in life do you get to be in your own home by yourself? I have not been in my own home by myself. Since June, at that point, yeah. So you, so you just felt that, you were so. I was like, I could do this every I night. A I'm like, yeah. if this, like, dude, my wife's so happy right now. Like, yeah. this was great. I just got to spend time with my kids, and now she's like so happy. So yeah, I'm just I realizing why I'm always overstimulated because yes. I had not been alone for months at that point. And returning to work, are you back um, being a CPA working no, in that field? No, no, I'm in sales. I sell software. Oh, cool. So yeah, just continuing the boring part of me uh or all of me but no i was a cpa and i left to go do sales for a little fintech company um and then when geo our first was born i was home for two weeks and it was like life smacked me in the face it was like this is where you need to be right now so i resigned for like all of geo's life so far up until just recently yeah i just went back like maybe five months ago 
And do you think you're going to stay a COO of the home or are you oh, yeah. going to get it. back into it? Oh, um, yeah, I think I'm going to be the COO of the home for now, but I'm going to be going back to like traditional like acting work soon. I just no thought, way. yeah, not anything like planned, but it's probably going to move pretty quickly now. I have like, I'm acquiring like my little team around me and I feel so good about it because... Wow going back to like navigating the business and how to like stay in the light is how I like to say it is like now I feel like I'm old enough and wise enough to really attract and align with the people that are of that mm. and I know that I can have it all I know that I can be in this industry and have an impact and do things that feel good to me and I don't have to like sacrifice morals or ethics and still make yeah. family friendly content that's what really aligns with me and now I feel like I'm the right people that can help me do that or coming into my life so I'm like okay now I can hit the gas a little bit did you ever feel like you had to sacrifice really how so oh my gosh the amount of auditions I would just turn down or do it to people please because I felt like I had to Mm. um the like I did like an independent movie that I kind of just did for fun where I would play this girl on house arrest who like smoked weed and cigarettes and was like flirting with this older guy and I in my body like literally it can make me feel cringy right now. Like I just, it's not for me. And I've done other projects where like, I knew it wasn't for me, a horror movie. And I ended up having to leave that set. And like, literally like the whole cast ended up leaving. It was not a safe environment. There's just too much weird kind of like dark stuff that can happen. Really? And I'm just like, no, I know where I belong and I know that I can do it all. And like, I can make beautiful, fun TV and I don't have to like, yeah. Sacrifice. Was there a financial need in that moment? Because you're like, I need to make money. This is my profession. Like, I need to, like, almost sacrifice to pay the bills to keep the lights on because this is what I do for my job. And this and these are the roles coming in. Little bit, but also there's just such a big ego attached in this business. Like, it's something I'm constantly having to keep in check because, mm-hmm. like, I've just put so much of, like, my... I don't know, my importance in what I do and what yeah. I'm a part of. And if I'm not constantly a part of something, even if it's not the right job, like I feel lesser about myself. Yeah. But that since has changed because I haven't really worked in traditional acting for like four years, maybe even longer. Wow. So it's like I've really gotten the time to like shed that idea that I need to just work to work mm-hmm. and really just do the things that I know that I can be really good at and not sacrifice anything else. Was That's having, insane. was getting, was like becoming pregnant, was that part of what, made that shift happen where no you it was like that back. before oh, for really? years oh my gosh yes I oh that's why I mean I had an experience where I was with this big time agent um and they said you know this is where we see you going in your career and I was like no I want to do Nickelodeon and Disney and they were like no and then I was like okay well I'm still gonna go and try to do Nickelodeon Disney and I tested for Hannah Montana and that kind of opened the door for like Nickelodeon and Disney and I was like nope this is where I want to be family mm. friendly this is where I belong And I had to like go against the grain of a lot of people who thought I was supposed to go in one trajectory Mm -hmm. and I took a different lane and I'm really glad that I did. And then it was just a matter of me finessing like that, like staying on that track. And now I feel like I've had the opportunity to look at it from the outside and go, okay, no, that track's there. It's Great American Family Network. It's Hallmark. It's like the places that feel really like safe and cozy and sweet. And that's where I want to be. She loves a cozy moment. Love a cozy moment. I love that so much. Cozy's my favorite word. That's yeah, our favorite too. word. <laughs> what's next? Oh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, what's oh, yeah. next for you guys? Like, oh my gosh, great question. Hopefully more babies. Yeah. And then making work and life just like finesse into that. That's my answer. What's yours? That's it. That's it. Her oh, answer is my answer always from now on. Say it out loud. Say it with your words. Manifest it. Say it. Which part? What do you want next? Should you say more babies? Yeah, what do you want? I think we... 
want more children. Real? Whoa, yeah. that's big. No way. <laughs> yeah, I'm fidgeting. <laughs> fidgeting. Wow. Yeah. Matt, there's there's hope. That's crazy. Man, it gets it gets easier. I'm, I'm terrified right now that you're. Like, I'm, just, I'm I'm so excited for you guys. No, yeah. that's like, that's awesome. That's, we'll that's stay so, in touch so cool. and we'll support each other in our faraway communal living. Yeah, I know. Oh my god! I gosh. feel like I really connect with you guys. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. bummed that we really live so far away. It's it stinks. It's not that, too far, and we'll come visit. Hey, we, we drove visit. here. Yeah, we did drive here. Oh, cool. From, Good for you. From Phoenix. Phoenix. Yes, we live in Phoenix. Oh, that's right. Yeah, not too far. Yeah, I didn't know where you're coming from before. That. How long have you guys been in Phoenix? We've lived there for a year and a half. Okay. Cool. Do you like it? Uh, not in the summertime, but when it's not summertime, yes, because yeah. the weather's nice. You guys so. just had like 30 days of 100 degrees, right? Yeah. It was wild. It was like That's 150. So While or, nine months pregnant, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Have you guys thought about moving to California? Uh, we, I would about, do it in a heartbeat. I would like to get like a, like a, a second home here one day. I think that'd yeah. be awesome. If you yeah. do really think about it, hit us up because we really understand the pockets that I think you'll really love. Ooh, okay. I told Matt, I was like, I just want a sleepy town with like, it's like 60 plus. <laughs> what? But we can get to the water still. Yeah, I know. And what it's you're mom and pop out. shops. Does that exist? That oh yeah, Agora that's Hills. like. Well, that's kind of where we live. But no, yes. Also, like, um, on the way to Carpinteria. What's that area called? Right past it. On the way. Whatever. To... In the area of Carpinteria. She would love it. In Santa Barbara? Yeah. Where everyone says there's like the antique shops and Montecito? the cute coffee shops. No, but over there. I, I know. I want it to be okay. somewhere where no one knows. So this is perfect. I don't even. Yeah. yeah I couldn't even remember the name, but apparently it's like perfect. <laughs> and you guys are also starting a podcast. Yes. Well, I am starting a podcast. We had Ooh, a podcast together okay. that we really loved for the first like three years of Gio's life. And then we kind of went on hiatus. He's gone on to doing his career. Um, but I have a podcast that I've been, you know. Very, yeah. cool. Very cool. And it, when does it launch? No idea. Okay. <laughs> Just be looking out for it. We don't even it. have an episode in the can, but it's in my brain and it's great. Where, they, where can so they excited. follow you to like find out when the podcast oh, launches? Thank you. Um, I'm on Instagram. Just my name, Daniela Monet. Um, I also have an account called Daniela's Digest. That's where I share a lot more of like my home and healthy living type content. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And we're okay. And is that where we can find the vegan recipes? Yes. So okay. Daniela'sDigest.com is this like membership. And there's also a blog and there'll be other like free ebooks and stuff available. But there's a membership for $99 a year. You can join and get access to like meal plans, thousands of recipes, tons of deals. Like I think our deals now are up to um, over $1,000 in savings on like really great products that I love, like things that I just yeah, that I got really good deals for. And um, there's coaching. So you can go on and there's like health coaches, food coaches that can really help you figure out like what's best for you. And the way I like to describe it now is yes, it's all 100% plant-based, but you don't have to be 100% plant-based to be a member. I think that a lot of people should eat a lot of variety of foods and i think mm -hmm. the only way that you can have access to a variety of fruits and vegetables in a diet is by cooking with them so yeah. if you use my membership for that and then maybe have whatever you eat on the side or however you like to transition like that's that's what i think it's really best for as well that's very, really very i love cool. to cook and so i need to broaden my horizons and yeah. try some new options so yeah i'm excited to check that out thank you yeah. Well, thank you both for coming Thanks, on. Thank I know you, you guys, guys have places to be. You guys have kids. You have, you know, <laughs> so many things happening, but we appreciate you guys taking the time to come out here and um, really feel like we connected with you guys on this podcast today. So, yeah, thank you so much. Likewise. Thanks. Well, this is where we say peace out, dudes. You guys ready? This Let's is do where it. we yeah. open with what's I up, dudes. Now we say peace out, dudes. And in three, two, one, peace, peace out, out, dudes. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.